Hey, welcome back. It's Talking Pigskin. It's uh, Thursday, November 1st. We're going to do a, a little breakdown of tonight's news fest out west between the Raiders and the 49ers. It's really the basement dwellers of both conferences. Yeah, we got 1-6 and six, Oakland on the road uh, traveling to 1-7 and seven San Francisco. Uh, that's, that's a tough game to get to want to watch. Uh, unless you've got Derek Carr in your fantasy and you've got Matt Breda in your flex. And I, you... I look at that <laughs> off, I, I look at that San Fran offense and how well they run the football. Well, you just told me that they're second in the league in, in team rushing. So How many yards is that? Let me go back to my trusty little statistic here. I, like, as soon as you said it, I thought, really? The, like, who's num- First, I thought, who's number one? It's got to be the Rams. As far as running, yeah, as far as, yeah. Like, Gurley's got 800 yards or something. Exactly. But instantly I thought, like, well, Denver, Dallas, probably even Chicago's got to be up there with the rushing yards, Carolina. And you say San Francisco is is number two. That isn't going to lend well to that. 133.6 yards. A game. On average. So if you look at the play calling for a backup quarterback in C.J. Beathard, they're relying on Matt Breda. They're relying on the – CJ bus driver. <laughs> really? I okay, yeah. It's Put just them in position to run the ball. I I understand as soon as Let your you defense said that, I some... thought of Jerome Bettis. That's why I just kind of laughed. Oh, yeah. that's kind of why I just No, I mean just just steer that steer that ship and don't and don't swerve off the road. Yeah. And, and yeah. You know what I mean? Let it's your G- let your fr- GPS guide you to the yeah. end zone. Let those that running backs. O- that offense definitely isn't a Ferrari, but it, it certainly is. That's like, like a actually like, that's a real fucking like again. It, I said it. I said it in the last episode. That's as corny SUV. as Nebraska, but oh. straight up, let the GPS guide you down the field and just be the bus driver. Don't yeah. swerve into oncoming traffic. What did uh, Hank Schramm say? Uh, matriculate the ball down the field. Just take it ever so progressively and gradually, right? First and ten turns to second and four. Second and four turns to third and one. Third and one's easily convertible. When you're run, at right? when you're at home, you need to do against an equally bad or even a worse opponent. Yeah, that's exactly what you need to do. It's interesting geographically how close these two football teams are and how they very rarely play each other because of cross conference, right? That's a fair point. So it's like the do should be fans in the stands. It should. should is be there cold. gonna be a, a black like a, a mini black hole? On Why the road not? Tonight? If you live in San Fran and you're an Oakland fan, or if you live across the bay and well, like what? Maybe I'm a little bit tighter with the wallet, yeah, but I yeah. I can't support a team that's <laughs> one and six trading away their best two players. They're having a cost sale. Yeah, like I understand. Yeah. yeah, like but as a fan, it's really hard to commit to that rebuild. When you probably didn't see... Like, when they signed John Gruden, coming off the season that they had, because they were in contention up to the last couple weeks to make the playoffs. The team played well, yeah. Well, that's debatable, but they were in contention. They were in contention. And then they brought in Gruden, and they're like, oh, great, now we've got the... We've got the QB guru with our guy. And now, all of a sudden, you find out that that guru hates your guy. Well... the Most rela- likely, the relationship I'm, is frayed at it, best. Well, and at and best. it's it's funny the the main the main talking point in the off season about those two characters, let's call them, mm-hmm. uh, and Chucky and Carr, was that a lot of a lot of maybe it was low hanging fruit, but people thought Derek Carr is going to crumble under that 
that hard nose, yeah. in your face, grab you by the face mask, well, see, the, and spit Gruden, while I talk well, kind of. John Gruden is your classic confrontational coach. Right. He's your classic assertive guy. He is assertive. And especially when the reports are that he has his own cadre of football analysts that he brought over from ESPN that he consults with yeah. outside of Oakland scouts, outside of Oakland's front office. That's even more to the fact that he's going to assert himself and confront Derek Carr and say, this is what I know. Yeah. And you need to know what I know. Right. So the main talking point was that that would be a, a problem for and, Derek Carr. And look how, at what's transpired after eight weeks. But the but the retort, and I believe it was from his brother, mm-hmm. was saying that, no, Derek loves that shit. He's, really? he can't, he's, he's. Wasn't he's, there reports out that he, that Derek Carr cried after getting injured like a week ago or two weeks ago? And yeah, then he, he came he on def- and said it's all nonsense. And he, said it's no, all- and see, and that's where I don't want to trust the, the brother and the right? media. Essentially, but it's it's interesting to see how the the, the snowball just keeps on rolling, and and all of a sudden it's now the base of a snowman, yeah, and not a snowball. It, that it, it's that problem is getting bigger and bigger in Oakland. Doesn't it doesn't seem to be going away, and I don't see a team that is doing something to remove that elephant in the room i i i don't know if the team has an issue with what john gruden is doing from well, a personnel standpoint or if their issue is that he's just not gelling with the team collectively i don't know i don't think any of the first year players have a problem with it because well, they're probably the only five or known, six right? that feel safe yeah that's that's all that they've known as well right so they right. don't know what's normal and abnormal so but at the same time they're probably not saying it but they're encouraged at how bad things are going because of all the draft picks that are coming in, and they know that it it might not up. take as long for a turnaround. And, and that's why I said last week. And our, it might spell opportunity for them as well, right? It's time to pump breaks a little bit on on our on our not Gruden hate, but our just Gruden joke making, because it, like I said it uh, the way I worded it last week is he gonna get the last laugh? But and it's gonna take a, a it's a couple years yeah, out yeah, to yeah, answer yeah. that question. But, but, but do you have how, faith in it? How about this, Jer? Is it his team? Yeah, it's 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 his team more than McKenzie's. That was gonna be my second question to you. So why even have a GM? Why not make him head coach and general manager? Well, it's it's very similar to the Philly situation with Chip Kelly, where Rose, uh, what's his name, Howie Rosen, got his uh, he gave lost his per- job essentially, yeah. but didn't. It was just a title switch, and then they get rid of him and give him back power, and all of a sudden, look at the miracles that that guy's been spinning, yeah. like. Aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. In and Philly, they gave Chip pay Kelly off, like payoff, payoff. They, they gave him um, I th- head personnel and head coach. Yeah, I yeah. thought that Chip Kelly was going to make that a five year disaster for the Eagles, and all of a sudden they win a Super Bowl two years removed from him. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm at. That's, that's why I'm saying. Because oh, I was just as hard so on Chip you- Kelly's terrible personnel decisions as I have been John Gruden. So you're contrasting I, the personnel moves made by Chip Kelly yeah. and the personnel moves made by John because Gruden. Because I have similar faith in John Gruden to turn something around when it's his baby. Versus somebody else's. molding and, and yeah. you know what I mean? Because didn't he build Tampa? Didn't well, they, he no, his, it, no. no, his claim to fame was winning to- with, with Tony, Tony Dungy's team, team, right? Yeah. So he didn't draft Derek Brooks. Right, he didn't. He didn't draft John Lynch. He didn't draft Simeon Rice. He didn't draft Warren Sapp. It's funny what could have been if he didn't trade away Khalil Mack before the season started. But what I'm trying to say to you is, is his first run in Oakland, he didn't trade away uh, 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 Rich Gannon. 
He didn't trade away with Jerry Rice, played for Oakland at, at that time. He didn't That's trade true. away. Um, uh, oh, I know where I, I understand okay. what you're saying. With so that. why is this time around different? Because he has guys that have so asset far, value. So far removed from it. And there's another. Sat argument. back and watched for a while going, I can do better than this. I, and then have all these in the thoughts. ESPN in the booth, he played Monday morning quarterback every week. He, it's very. Uh, he must have played weekday quarterback. Weekday coach. Okay, let's do some let's do some cross comparison. Yeah. Uh Derek Carr, CJ Beathard. Who do you I think be Derek more Carr's conf- a more talented quarterback right who now? Who are you more confident in today? Derek Carr. Okay. Thanks I tend to agree. I also think Very, that Marshawn Lynch is, is out and I think that Doug Martin. He's on IR. Yeah. If so, I'm not mistaken. He is, yeah. So I think that Doug Martin is 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 gonna perform. I would put more faith in that Richard guy. Um, oh, I've seen him a little bit. Yeah, he, well, he yeah. got more. He, out, I believe, he out touched Doug Martin last that week. That muscle too. hamster has not looked Doug, good after running for thirteen hundred yards in Tampa he, Bay. He is what he is, man. I just he how do you run for thirteen hundred yards? Like, like how do you be a Pro Bowl guy and then just fall off the map? Like he had a four game suspension. Small, it wasn't an injury. Smaller guy though. Yeah. So maybe the 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 battling of of the NFL schedule getting. Beaten and battered in the in the piles it took its toll on him. So you were quicker decided, than expected. So you were hesitantly taking D, uh, D, Derek Carr. I hesitantly took Derek Carr. Okay. But in the running game, I'm going San Fran, especially it's not with even the a question. You know, not even a question. Um, Matt Brett is good. Receivers, got, who do you give the nod to? Um, I'll give the nod to San Fran, uh, because. They've got more of a complete group, mm-hmm. um, and it's weird because I like the tight end matchup too. I like Kittle, but Cook is just gonna—I think he's just gonna go in beast mode for f- at least pa- fantasy points wise the yeah. rest of the season because he's the new number one target there. Here's here's Jordy um, Nelson doesn't separate. Martavis Bryant's fucking inconsistent speed guy. So Jared Cook's always open. In seven football games, Jordy Nelson has 23 receptions. I know. In seven football games. And he had a game with like 186 yards receiving and two touchdowns. That's unacceptable. No, it's it's Jordy Nelson. There's a reason why the Packers let him go. The Packers should not have let him go. I disagree. You better, mean, to, better to get out a year or two early than a year or two late. I don't disagree with that. So you're saying bring in Valdez Gandling, bring in Geronimo Allison, and allow them to get reps and work versus an aging Jordy Nelson? Okay, fair. Especially when they don't, like. I just trust guys that have done it together for years. It's got to be really years. tough to forecast your team when you don't think you can win, but you're paying a guy X amount of millions a year to not win. Uh, uh, which defense do you like better? I like San Fran. Uh, that is a very hard thing to agree with, but, but I do agree with San it. San Fran's defensive line. They, they got part, Wagner, they got Thomas. Like they're talented. They do. They've got. They. I think they've got more individual playmakers. And I've been bashing. Oakland, the, yes, I've been I'd bashing agree. the Oakland defense all year. For, yeah. with good reason. Um, they're probably old enough that that bus ride's gonna hurt them. Like it's not even really a road trip. They're still playing in the same state, and yeah. yet it's gonna affect them. It's gonna have an impact, yeah, to an extent. I got being knows? a little tongue in cheek there. Yeah, that is a little. I just, it's a weird. It's one of those stupid, boring Thursday night games it where is. I just can't wait to hear some of the shitty analysis that's spit out there by Troy Aikman tonight. I see it being like a Seattle Arizona eighteen fifteen thing. I see that. I see it being eighteen fifteen San Fran, maybe like a twenty to fourteen San Fran, with two. Do you field got the over under there for what this game is? I do not have the over under here. 
I bet you it's around 41. Something right. And it could be a barn burner game. They're both so bad on defense. Well, those if defense both, could decide it. Richard Sherman they could has get, been a mirage, bro. Well, again, the Seattle wasn't wrong letting them go. There's, there's, you're going to see this. We're going to be talking about this more and more every offseason. Of, mm-hmm. I can't believe they cut this guy. And it's going to be like, well, I can. And then there's going to be a reason for why. Yeah. there's the, And likewise, I can't believe they didn't trade him. Well, there's a reason why they kept him on the team. Earl Thomas. He gets young, two picks, right? The yeah. following week, right? So Yeah. It's a young man's league. More, so than, more so than ever. Guys are plug-and-play starters in the f- first three rounds now. Sometimes four of who, the draft. Who do you like tonight? I like San Fran to win. Yeah, I'm I'm taking San Fran. The what's the spread? I had the spread out. The spread is three for San Fran. San Fran's three point favorites. Wow. I don't necessarily confidently say they cover that. Yeah, no, I And then that lends credence to is like, like if Oakland wins this game, no one's gonna bat an eye. If San Fran wins the game, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. No, it's true. So what team has more incentive to go and have a good performance on national television? Oh, that's a really fair argument, just considering where they both are. So let's take it. Let's talk this out. Let's take this back a week. San Fran last week played on the road in Arizona. Oakland played at home against Indy and got lit up. So both teams essentially have to travel this week. One's got to travel back home to stay at home. The other's got to travel to go play the game. So there's no there's no advantage there. Either way. Um, Oakland just gave up 42 at home. San Fran loses a tight one on the road with their defense only giving up 18. Give up 18 points on the road, you probably got to think you're going to win. Or you got to expect to win. But the way that San Fran runs the football is they can control the clock. They're going to control the clock. So My my problem... See, now this is where I think... Okay, this is the best way to break this down. Okay. This is where I think I'm going to watch this game tonight while I get paid to stream it at work. And... Uh, <laughs> And just for that, my I'm gonna, my Wi-Fi password's gonna be like wiped out today somehow or some shit. You know it's coming. But either way, uh, uh, it's just Touch knock wood. on wood there. Um, so the way I see this game being tight, and the way I see Oakland maybe getting an upset victory here is like you said, San Francisco with the run game, and uh, they can control this clock. So they start off the game, they go down eight minute drive, seven minute drive. And they get stuffed on third and two because the defense sells out to stop the run. And they kick a field goal. Seven plays later, a minute 30s off the clock, Derek Carr scores a touchdown. Bombing one out to Martavis Bryant. All of a sudden, it's 7-3. Right there. Like, that's the, that's the formula that Oakland... Yeah. Is that if, if San Fran controls the clock and they, and they march the field, but they can't put it in the end zone and they're kicking field goals, they will lose this game. That's my thought. I think I have that's. I a question for you. So, San Francisco, Marquise Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Is he a good wide receiver or is he just a fast guy who plays receiver? Uh, it's a good way of wording it. I think that you wouldn't be wording it if Jimmy G didn't get hurt. 
you would be saying that he's a receiver. I think you'd be period. saying that he's a pretty pretty uh, average to good wide receiver in the league. Um, not a number one guy, mm-hmm. nowhere near no elite way. yet, mm-hmm. but a promising young talent that seems to be ticking upward and potentially with a an elite quarterback mm-hmm. could garner elite money when it's time for payday. That's the way I kind of look at things now. It's, it's not so much who it, but who can play their way into duping a team, essentially. I read somewhere that Goodwin, when he was training for the Olympics as a gas, ran a 40, and it was 4-2-9. Yeah, that's crazy. So anything sub 4-3 is just like, it's Usain Bolt human. Like, it's just... Yeah. But yeah, so tonight's going to be a, a good game. But look at what happens with, like, like, you could argue the same thing with Tyree Kill two years ago. You'd say he was a gadget guy. You'd say yeah. he's a, he's just a speed guy. Yeah. Uh, is, he, is he creeping into that top 10 wide receiver talk yet? No. No. No, I'm not top 10. No, because you have now, to Now, with the get... way that you quick answered that, you should be able to go brrr, 10 receiver names okay. real quick in front okay. of them. Do you mean to tell me that you wouldn't take A.J. Green? You mean to tell me that you wouldn't take Julio Jones? You mean you wouldn't tell me to take DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah. Okay. You mean to tell me that you wouldn't take, um, hmm, let's see. Shouldn't be an um after three. No, but <laughs> w- w- when you stop and think about it. You, I'll put him there. You can't put a. I'll put Tyree You're put a there. return man who it's runs a, great not routes. not a return man. He's a, Listen, he runs every route on the route tree. He's got hands. He's got the best, probably the best speed in the league. And he plays special teams and doesn't get hurt when he does it. So all of that... Odell Beckham play, tries to play special teams and looks like he's going to fumble every time or barely lose, uh, doesn't get his leg fucking smashed out from underneath him. Fair enough, but like, there's not so much a need to point out nine guys you'd rather have at a receiver position over him, but to point I out... I don't think you can name nine receivers better than him in the NFL right now. I really don't. Okay, but he's one of those guys that uses his athletic ability to score points. He Calvin Ridley, in comparison, is a tactician. A.J. Green is a route-running tactician. Oh my gosh. Adam Thielen is a route-running tactician. So when you I'm look not at putting what, Calvin Ridley ahead of Tyreek Hill right now. Would you but rather the, have Tyreek Hill or Adam Thielen on your uh, football I, team? I, Adam Thielen. Now name eight others. Well, I mean... I'm just saying, though. I'm still asking. Yes, but it's not It's not that hard. I just can't keep them off the top of my head. But okay, well, let's try okay. to do this together. Fine. Odell Beckham. Okay. Julio Jones. DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Thielen. Okay. A.J. Green. A.J. Green. All right. Uh, Antonio Brown much? Uh, Antonio Brown. Okay. I can't believe it took number six to get to him. Right. Michael Thomas. Absolutely, in New Orleans. And now... It's and not. It's not getting desperate struggle. for the. No, and it's not. It's struggle. not desperate for the last three. You would just. You, you. just have to like. So does it just come down to opinion? Because let's actually try to round this out with three more names that aren't Tyree Kill. That you'd rather have more than Tyree. Because I'm with you on the on the front seven. Okay, I'm literally Mike Evans. I'd rather have Mike Evans. So would you? That's an arguing point. Oh no! For you, me, it is. Okay, they're okay, okay, they're okay, very okay. Cl- very similar. Okay, okay. And and Hill's got better speed. Okay, but I'm still throwing the Evans, ball up to Mike Evans. Evans probably before. has the better body frame for yeah. a wide receiver. Yeah, that, yeah like high pointing shit. Yep. Yeah. Um. So I'll give you Mike Evans. Okay. But it's my first like almost asterisk. Okay. Almost. All right. Uh, someone's screaming at their at their phone or whatever right Yelling now. Listening right to this, now. going, Just, "How have you not have mentioned you not, yeah. blank?" And the blank's not Amari Cooper. It's not. No, it's not. I would um, not take. I, I, 
Okay. I would so, trade I would trade a one happily for Tyreek Hill today. Well, yeah. So would I. Um, oh, wait. I've got him on my fantasy team as a keeper. So. Struggling. There's nine there, eh? We We're need at eight. One. We need two more. You need to keep him out of the top ten. And I don't think you can do it. Stefan Diggs, one of them? Not for me. Not for me either, but okay. he is good. Yeah, oh, he's definitely he's good. He's on that fringe 11, 12, 13. He's, he's he, named very quickly after Hill. Because I'm with you on the seven. Maybe not the be. eight of, of Mike Evans. But, like, I'm, I'm running through these teams. So like, yeah. like, the Redskins don't have a receiver better than Tyreek Hill. No. Uh, the nobody, Eagles don't have a receiver better than Tyreek Hill. Nobody in Florida does. The state of the Florida Lions don't. The Seahawks no. don't. No. The Cardinals don't. The state of Texas does not. We already have Hopkins on there. Interesting. Oh, fuck. Keelan Allen. Keenan Allen? Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. Number, he's number nine. Okay. We're, we're going to get one more because I know there's one more. It's not that. Okay. I'm not just saying this. I think it's point proven. No, okay, you've made your point. Okay, but I'm not just saying I'll this to fi- round I'll put out. the fingers. You down. put the fingers down. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Brandon Cooks, but I'm not comfortable because of how similar they, they are. Okay, but that even lends lends a to hand an to help enhance my argument. Absolutely, he's good, bro. He's you, a top ten receiver. You made your case. Absolutely, but if you're cool. starting a team tomorrow, when you could pick nine guys before him. Yeah, but he ain't the last guy against the against the brick looking with his head down. Fair oh, enough. Shucks. Fair enough. I agree with you. And if he is, then he's fucking running past everybody catching touchdowns. He's lights out, man. So we're both taking San Fran tonight in a roundabout way. We gotta get get back to that. Yeah, yeah. We that was a good little sidebar though. Um yeah, I'm I'm gonna take San Francisco. Um I think I might screw around with Oakland uh covering. Because I kind of do think it's going to be tight. It's going to be an ugly game. I think we're going to see the Chucky face a couple times on the sideline. There's going to be at least two. At least over under on Chucky faces. Like, I mean, like, three. Like, red. The over under is three. Over under is three? Three. One in the first half, two in the second half. I got to take the under. You got to take the under with Chucky faces? Okay. So the over under is three. Which team can score faster? Because they can both score fast. That's the I already talked about that. I right. think Oakland can. Right. I think Oakland can score. I think it's quicker. close though, because that's CJ Beathard guy. When he flings the ball, buddy, he goes sixty yards on a rope. Gone. Marquis Goodwin, gone. Oh, you just made me think of. Do you know the name of his of his high school? CJ, but no. Battlefield Academy. Wow. Isn't that that's just hardcore? Like, Indicative of the way he looks, <laughs> like he carries himself like a guy that graduated from Battlefield Academy, who then went on to uh, have a four-year career at Army or something, or like Navy or I something. I don't even know. Where no, no, I have no idea. I'm just saying. I, I, mean, I really don't. Yeah, no. Either I, way, okay, that's enough rambling about this shitter tonight. I hope you can. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, this podcast was not as enjoyable as the game's going to be tonight. But if if the game plays out the way it is, then you might better off be listening to this for 25 minutes during the first half. All right, thanks for checking in with us. Uh, You know, rate, rescribe, review, all that good shit. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, Twitter's talking underscore pigskin. Follow us. We'll follow back. Ask your questions there. We'll either either answer it on the show, and if we don't, then we'll definitely uh, hit you back on Twitter with with our thoughts. Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Take care. Peace out.